Do you want to know the latest trends in cybersecurity? Are you interested in learning about low-cost security implementation, supply chain attacks and more? We are the CCAs, 11 Paths Ambassadors in charge of spreading the best cybersecurity content around the world. Therefore, we will tell you about the most relevant issues in the field of digital security from our experience. Welcome to 11 Paths Radio. Discover in our podcast the keys that will help you become an expert and be aware of the current cybersecurity landscape. I am Dibak Daswani, CCA in Spain for Elaine Pats, and I will be accompanying you on today's program. Stay with us. In today's program, we're going to talk about what a company should do after performing a security audit over their systems. But we are not talking about the security audit in terms of compliance. No, we are talking about the security audit which involves ethical hacking or pen testing, no? A technical security audit. So after finishing this kind of activity, what a company should, perf- should do? Which is the next step to, a- which is the next task to accomplish, no? We have to think that before there were not, there were only a few companies Uh, that uh, regularly uh, did this kind of tests over their systems. No, uh, this is a this is a, a service that uh, cybersecurity providers has have been providing for many years. But it's now when, for example, small and medium companies are consuming this kind of services because before there were only the big companies, the big, big, big firms. Uh, who were the ones to uh, making regularly uh, this kind of assessment, no? Asking their cybersecurity provider to perform an ethical hacking over their systems uh, to try to find all the holes that an organization could have and make sure uh, that we can do an assessment of the real resilience of an organization uh, trying to avoid all the incidents that that are happening uh, always nowadays no and this is a term that it's in actually in fashion right now not only in the cybersecurity world where we have been talking about resilience for the last five, six, seven years but nowadays with the pandemic we are living of covid-19 that has changed our lives we have been Uh, here in this term of resilience, no? And in fact, it's the key when talking about uh, what should be done uh, after a pen test because uh, there are different approach, approaches, no? Uh, we have to think what should be done after the this finishing this uh, service. Or usually, we will, have, we will have a report, no? When we have a pen testing complete, done, The, we have a report that could be the first step to uh, uh, build our strategy to make to make sure our organization is as safer as we can. No, uh, there are many things that uh, there are many questions. No, that someone asks uh, himself. After performing this, what what should be done? No, we have to make now an action plan with responsibilities. Which vulnerabilities should be patched 
and fix first. We have to implement compensatory controls. We have to invest in training uh, to the, make awareness sessions to people. No, uh, there are many kind of uh, solutions and that we have. We can we can buy and take over our systems. Make sure how we are going to protect our infrastructure. So. Uh, making a universal answer to this question is quite complex because every organization is kind of different. No, For example, uh, uh, talking about a pen testing or ethical hacking, if you have an organization, if you're an organization and you ask for this service to three different suppliers, uh, a big company, uh, an independent hacker, uh, whatever, it's the same. Uh, we are generally and usually you are going to have three different reports because maybe your systems are the same. No, maybe if you are a little organization with we have two systems or, or two servers uh, with uh, a few vulnerabilities, maybe you could see that a crit critical vulnerabilities are found by everyone. No, because in this world, finally, there are many things many tasks of the process of ethical hacking is done with uh, tools that do the assessment, tools that find the, the services to do the footprinting, the fingerprinting, uh, and then to, to the tools that can uh, check if a certain vulnerability uh, is present in a service, no? But Everyone knows that these tools are uh, for helping us in do this job, no? So many times we are going to have many false positives, no? So the ability of a hacker, of an independent, of a researcher, a guy that takes those results that a tool has uh, provided for us and check if uh, that's true and if he can use this vulnerability to enter in a system, to upload a shell, to take the control of the of a machine, then uh, that are usually a tool. Uh, it's difficult, no, to uh, to some to automatize to automate this kind of um, work, no. So, and then in this world, there's some there are some things, some abilities like uh, lateral thinking or the experience a guy has. So usually, depending on the type of pen test and the type of uh, and the uh, size of an organization, the complexity of the systems our organization has, probably you will get three different reports if you ask the same audit to three suppliers, no? So uh, that's, a th that's a thing that we should have in mind, no? Usually when you do this kind of work, me, for example, I've been doing this kind of work many years, uh, pen testing, ethical hugging. So when you are in, the, in this side of the side of the supplier, you have to try to find all the vulnerabilities you have and you put your all your effort in find everything that is present there. Be first, because the organization that is paying you for do, to do this work needs needs you to do that because the main goal is to find all the different holes that could that our organization could have and make sure they take 
uh, all the actions needed to uh, be the least in the least level of risk they can accept no so uh, and uh, of course knowing this fact that uh, uh, there, uh, another guy could find another thing you try to make your best and and make sure that you find everything no all the ways all the paths that we have to reach uh, to compromise a machine to have uh, elevated privilege and to take the control no and uh, this is something that it's uh, difficult no because nowadays uh, small medium large companies are uh, exposed to the technology advance so their systems are not statical no uh, maybe they are implementing new services for clients maybe they are migrating their infrastructure maybe they are um, buying new solutions or uh, developing new software so the infrastructure will not be the same that six months before usually a, co a company that takes care of cyber security maybe could do two, two three pen tests a year depending on the critical systems that they have to assess no so in that uh, in that uh, sense there are many different approaches now there's a new approach uh, of trying to make a persistent pen test of a system no that's for example a service that we have in 11 paths uh, since a few years no which is called fast fast and uh, the goal is to make a pen persistent pen test over the systems of an organization and the good thing of this is that it's uh, there's a big baby intelligence in our systems where we put all the information of the new vulnerabilities and the critical things that are happening every day and we can assess this over assist the systems of our organization uh, in the first in the first uh, moment no in the first moment that we know a new vulnerability has come that maybe is being exploiting is being exploited in the wild uh, like everyone says we could try to make sure that your systems are protected and patched over this vulnerability and many times these things are quite important because for example i could tell you that in many pen tests I have been I have performed in the last years, still you can make an audit over the systems of our organization and see that you find systems exposed uh, without patching uh, with this eternal blue vulnerability. That is the one of the most famous vulnerabilities in the last years because uh, it uh, it came with the one cry attack. And uh, it's very easy nowadays to explode this vulnerability with tools like Metasploit, for example. No, so uh, you think maybe an organization has their critical systems patch, and but maybe in a, you will find always a workstation, a server with this vulnerability, for example. So uh, having these kind of tools is one of the way. Uh, of uh, of uh, making sure that you know all the things about your systems no 
In fact, talking about the thing, the main question we were trying to approach in this podcast uh, about what the, what should be done after completing this pen test, uh, we could tell that uh, the report that we have is the first step to uh, continue uh, in this process of improving the security of our organization. And after that, uh, which, for example, which vulnerabilities should be patched before? Obviously, the critical vulnerabilities, no? That's uh, normal, no? In fact, when you are doing a pen test, if you find some critical vulnerability, you don't wait till the final uh, day when you uh, give the report to the to the client. Usually, you uh, you make, you call them and you tell them that you find a big, big, big critical vulnerability and that should be patched right now, no? Because the the goal is to, to protect the organization, no? So if you know that there's a big security hole that could be uh, uh, putting in risk all the organization, uh, the first thing you do is to call the guy and tell them that, please uh, fix that and then we'll continue with the pen test, no? But apart from that, apart from critical vulnerabilities, after that, there are many things that you have to consider involving the the result of that report. And obviously, there are many things like the concepts that uh, like risk tolerance, risk appetite that are part of this theory of uh, risk metrics, risk methodologies, like there are many frameworks like NIST, uh, all these things they are there because they are important to uh, see which is the best next step we can take. No, So as we have said, there's no uh, universal answer to this thing. It's, we have to use maybe our common sense, the report of, of the pen test we have done and uh, see which is the best strategy to uh, take to protect our organization. And think about this approach of persistent pen testing, like fast, that could be a good way to protect uh, and be safe, at least the most safe we can uh, in the network. Hope you've liked this podcast and uh, see you again uh, soon. Thank you. Bye.